0: We can
1: all listen to the Sunny Side of Sports. Great
2: show, bro. This is Sunny Side of Sports. Right here on the Voice of America.
1: Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the February seventh edition of of the sunny side of sports. The 57th Super Bowl of American style football will be played Sunday, February 12th near the western U.S. city of Phoenix, Arizona. The Kansas City Chiefs two-time Super Bowl champions will play the Philadelphia Eagles, who won their only Super Bowl title in 2018. This will be the first Super Bowl to feature two black starting quarterbacks jalen hurts of the eagles and patrick mahomes of the chiefs we'll hear from both super bowl quarterbacks now first
0: up patrick mahomes to be on the world stage um and uh have two black quarterbacks uh start the super bowl i think it's special and i've learned more and more about the the history of the black quarterback since i've been in this league and uh Uh, The guys that came before me and and Jalen set the stage for this. And now I'm just glad that we can kind of set the stage for guys that are uh, kids that are coming up now.
1: Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have advanced to their third Super Bowl in the last four years. And Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts knows the Chiefs are a quality
3: opponent. They had a really good team last year. They have a really good team this year. You know, I think in terms of us, we just have to go out there and do kind of what we've um, done all year. Just go out there and try and execute at a high level.
1: Jalen Hurts also paid tribute to 45-year-old Tom Brady, the seven-time Super Bowl champion quarterback who recently retired from the National Football League.
3: The oldest guy just left the game. Uh, You know, a lot of respect to him. Uh, You know, I take time to, to show my respect for him. I Probably won't ever be able to get him him again because he ain't playing no more, but a lot of respect to him and what he's done for the game and what he's done for the position.
1: The 57th Super Bowl has also informally been referred to as the Andy Reid Bowl. Why? Well, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid previously served as the head coach of the Eagles from 1999 to 2012. Andy Reid became the fifth head coach to face his former team in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 has also been referred to as the Kelsey Bowl. This will mark the first Super Bowl to feature brothers playing against each other. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey will play against Eagles center Jason Kelsey. The Super Bowl will be broadcast all over the world on television. And if you're an advertiser, you have to pay millions of dollars just for a 30-second spot. The AP's Jennifer King reports alcohol is in for the Super Bowl advertisements.
4: The Super Bowl is the big game for advertising with more than 100 million viewers each year. Mark Evans with ad sales for Fox Sports says ad space for the big game has sold out. 30 second spots went for six to seven million dollars each. Anheuser-Busch remains the biggest advertiser with three minutes of airtime but gave up an exclusive deal. So there'll be ads from other brands including Heineken and Molson Coors. Other big categories include snack chips, candy, movie studios, and tech companies like Squarespace. The Adam Driver. Making websites. Streaming service Netflix and automaker GM teamed up for a zombie-themed ad starring Will Ferrell. You have a great one, all right? Stupid zombie. The He Gets Us media campaign promoting Jesus claimed two spots and spent about $20 million. Evans says there won't be a repeat of what some viewers dubbed the crypto bowl last year due to the implosion of the cryptocurrency market. I'm Jennifer King. VOA Africa would like to hear from you. Send us a text message or a voice note on WhatsApp 24-7. Leave a comment, request or send us a greeting and you could be hearing your message on VOA Africa. Simply dial the international code plus 1, then 202-258-3076. We are always happy to hear from you. The number again is International Code, plus 1, then 202-258-3076. VOA Africa, your trusted source for news, sports, entertainment and music. On the next Straight Talk Africa, we'll discuss U.S. President Joe Biden's first State of the Union address since Republicans seized control of the House of Representatives and a special interview with Sudanese-British philanthropist Mo Ibrahim to review the latest Ibrahim Index of African Governance, which measures and monitors the state of governance in African countries. Join me, Heidi Adams, on the next Straight Talk Africa.
1: Sunny Side of Sports on Facebook, Twitter and at voaafrica.com My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash voasunny My Twitter handle is at sunny sports And if you go to voaafrica.com You can listen online to the sunny side of sports and other VOA programs. Check out voaafrica.com. A top Senegalese Football Federation official says the country's recent title at the African Nations Championship or Chan Tournament for home-based players is the result of hard work. Senegal defeated host Algeria 5-4 on penalty kicks after 120 minutes of scoreless football at the Nelson Mandela Stadium in Algiers on February 4th. For reaction, Iron Mike Mbonier spoke with Senegalese Football Federation executive member Sam Diata.
3: I would first like to say thanks to the to God who allowed us to win this continental trophy. We won it in a football country a year after Senegal's AFCL victory in Cameroon. I would also like to say thanks to the Algerian Federation which has invited us several other times to the home for friendly matches, but to the Algerian people who have been very welcoming and attentive to us. Courage to them. Football is not simply the goal we have scored or missed. It is not the trophies won or lost either, but it is the solidarity between us. These are values that we acquire. I'm very happy with this victory, which will obviously upgrade our local football. We have worked hard to reach this level. Thank goodness to this. This is this happening right now. Our local football has suffered a lot from a lack of resources, which means that our players left the country very early to look elsewhere. So, the Senegalese Football Association Federation has invested a lot this time so that our players in the national team can stay in the country during the period of the playoff until the final phase we stayed 11 years without being qualified so to be qualified 11 years later and win this kind of trophy really it is a good thing for all of the country all of the people here in senegal this is really we cannot express our joy uh, winning this kind of trophy uh, on this day really I would like to tell you that, you know, um, I'm really, 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 really very happy. This is like in, 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 in deep down my heart, deep down my heart, and I know all the Senegalese people are like me at this moment, because this is very important for our football, and I'm, I know from this that our football will maintain, will stay stronger and stronger. The Teranga Lions are current African champions in the African Cup of Nations tournament. Do you think the African Nations Championship title will motivate the Lions to retain the African title? It's really a great order to be African champion. And for this time, you know, uh, we are champion as well for home-based national team. So, uh, to be honest, Senegal has been looking for this trophy for years and years and years and years. I think the time ring for, for Senegal, the time ring. And when the time ring, if you want to dance, you have to dance. So Senegal want to be uh, at this level for a long, long, long time. If we can stay uh, champion at, at any competition, we will be champion at any competition. We are champion is true. Uh, we are also a uh, home-based champion, is true. And this will be a reinforcement of our motivation to stay At the top of Africa for a long time we want to change the victories we want to change the victories really to remain champions forever which is not going to be a very easy task but we have to work hard because we know uh, all the teams are good we know all the teams are good so what is to be done is uh, it depends on us uh, the most difficult thing is to to stay at the top of the mountain. Yeah, this is the, the most difficult thing, you know. So to stay at the top of the the, the mountain is uh, is no way to not to work hard. We have to suffer, to suffer, to suffer in order to be to be champions again. The next one in uh, Côte d'Ivoire will be very difficult because when we see Morocco playing the World Cup. When you see uh, even Cameroon, even those other teams, Ghana and uh, uh, all those top teams in Africa, uh, you, you will realize that, you know, uh, Kodiwa will be very tough, will be very tough. So, uh, the better will be But our objective is to, to win again this uh, trophy and to be African champion again. Sam, do you know if some of the players who won the Champ title for Senegal make it to the main Lions team Wow your question is um, if uh, those players who want the Chan title can make it in the main Lions team uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it depends on the the court you know uh, what I have to say is that you know Senegal is a very huge a very big market in terms of players transfer we are one of the most, 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 you know, uh, open market in terms of uh, players transfer because when you see in the this team winning the AFCON, already we have three players who already signed in the clubs and they have to leave uh, the local uh, league to go abroad to look for some other clubs, you know. So, and I'm sure all of those players, maybe again, apart from the three players, maybe you will have four or five as more players leaving this country to go to other countries. So, I cannot today tell you that exactly that are, those players will be part of the squad of the national team. So, this is, it depends, it will really depends on the head coach. So, it will really depends. Let's wait and see. Uh, but they have credit now they have credit now to be called in the national team, so all will depends because our objective is the better player wherever he play can be called for the national team. so why not call those all those players or some of them being part of but i 'm sure maybe one or two will be called for the next 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 uh, maybe uh competition uh, but we'll, let 's wait and see
1: that 's Sam Diata. A Senegalese Football Federation executive member, and Sam spoke with Iron Mike Mbonier on
3: the telephone from Auckland, New Zealand. Here is Sam Jatta, Senegal Football Association executive member. You are listening to the sunny side of power on the voice of America. Thanks. Thanks, Sam, and thanks to Iron Mike
1: Mbonier for that interview.
4: Around the clock, the Voice of America keeps you in touch with the latest news. Tune in at the top of every hour, every day of the week for the five-minute VOA newscast. We bring you reports from our correspondents and interviews with newsmakers from around the world. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the world. VOA, your trusted source for news and information.
1: Ghanaian football authorities announced Tuesday that Black Stars player Christian Atsu was rescued from the rubble of a collapsed building in Turkey following a massive earthquake. The 31-year-old Atsu is based in Turkey with the club Hatay Spor, The Ghana Football Association, in a post on Twitter, wrote, and I quote, We've received some positive news that Christian Atsu has been successfully rescued from the rubble of the collapsed building and is receiving treatment. So let's continue to pray for Christian. Atsu is a winger who's made 65 international appearances for the Black Stars of Ghana. And has scored nine goals. The earthquake has killed more than 5,000 people in Turkey and in neighboring Syria. My
3: name is Benjamin Azumati, a member of the Quartet team that won gold for Ghana in the Afghan Games that happened in Morocco, Rabat. You are listening to The Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America.
1: The sunny side of sports remembers South Africa's former national team midfielder, John Moeti, who died Monday at the age of 55. The South African Football Association, SAFA, announced Moeti's death but didn't give a cause. SAFA said Moeti had fallen ill eight months ago. John Moetti played 29 times for South Africa between 1995 and 1999, and he was part of South Africa's biggest football moment in 1996 when the team won the Africa Cup on home soil just two years after the end of apartheid. John Moetti was also captain of Orlando Pirates, one of South Africa's biggest clubs, and he was a key player when it became the first South African club to win the African Champions League in 1995. The Pirates paid tribute to John Moetti, saying, and I quote, He defied the odds to become a top midfielder. Despite being just five feet, seven inches tall, the Pirates continued. Despite his small stature, John was a powerhouse on the field, exhibiting unmatched energy and tenacity. He was known for his ability to dominate the midfield, breaking up opposition attacks and launching his own with these, John Moeti, former South African footballer, dead at the age of 55.
2: Sporty greetings. This is Namsa Pelo, media officer of Banyana Banyana of South Africa. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America.
1: Brazilian great Pele, the only player in history to lift the World Cup trophy three times, Died December 29th at the age of 82 after a long battle with colon cancer. The football icon had friends all over the world, including South Africa, where Pele successfully lobbied for the country to host the 2010 FIFA World Cup. In this encore, sunny side of sports presentation... Darren Taylor in Johannesburg tells us about two men who played against Pele. Cruzou para trás, dominou, fez
0: o passe do Pele, furou, voltou, Pele, lá dentro!
2: Augusto Palacios says he fell in love with football and with Pele when he watched him score a hat trick against France in the 1958 World Cup semi-final. His eight-year-old eyes gazed at the TV screen in awe as the 17-year-old Brazilian tormented the French. Pelé's team would go on to beat Sweden in the final, with Palacios Slater finding a place in the midfield of Peru's national team. In
5: 1973, I had the opportunity to play against him. And obvious, I meet him, obvious, in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. in France, and also, also in Confederation.
2: Palacios was 21 when he lined up for his Peruvian club, Sporting Cristal, against Pele's Brazilian side, Santos, in a Copa Libertadores fixture. The Copa Libertadores is South America's equivalent of the African Champions League. Palacios says
5: he was surprised by Pele's relatively small stature. His height was 1.73, but the way he jumped over the ball, looking at the goal he scored in 1970 against Italy, the heading goal, it was unbelievable. The body aspect, the strong with the ball to protect the ball, in the dribbling, unbelievable. And remember also...
2: He laughs and says he couldn't touch Pele on the field and had to make do with handshakes and backslaps slaps off the pitch.
5: His background is, is unbelievable. He never lost his passion or humble aspect from where he came, because he came from a very, very poor family. He was a very, very poor person, you know, who was selling a newspaper and magazine and clean shoes in the street. Age of 13 years is when...
2: According to the Peruvian, it says a lot about the kind of person Pele was, that he chose to remain loyal to Santos rather than moving to a top European club. One can only imagine, says Palacios, what Pele could have achieved with Real Madrid, for example. Yet, says Palacios, Pele's name still became synonymous with the beautiful game, and he won every trophy he ever competed
5: for. Five Copa Libertadores, two Intercontinental Cup, three World Cup, top goal scorer, 1,000, 2,000 goal. he was my hero. I can't copy him, but I can enjoy watching him.
2: Another South African footballing personality who interacted with Pele is Kaiser Motohong, the founder of top club side Kaiser Chiefs. In 1968, Motong was playing as a 24-year-old striker for Atlanta Chiefs in the United States. Santos drove hard against the Chiefs to keep
1: their lead. Pele, number 10, maintained his standing as the world's
2: number one player. Grainy archive footage shows Pele bursting through the Chiefs' defense to smash the ball into the net past an onrushing goalkeeper. Motong says he remembers almost every second of the game.
0: The occasion itself was unbelievable because uh,
2: we knew that uh, we are not only playing against a team called Santos, we are playing
3: against the greatest of all time.
2: He says the tens of thousands of fans in the stadium had obviously come to see Pele, and Pele only, and that was just fine by him. They beat us 6-2 and he scored about three goals. I must say I was very happy because I also scored one goal in that game. As a football administrator, Motong met Pele on many occasions, especially during the 2010 World Cup in South Africa.
0: He was an unbelievable character, on and off the field. But
2: off the field, was such a humble person, you would not believe that he was a top athlete throughout the world and somebody who was seen as the best in the whole world. Motong says of all the famous political figures, musicians, authors and sports people he's met, Pele remains the only one he places on the same pedestal as Mandela, a global icon but with the humanity and humility to make everyone around him feel significant. For the Sunny Side of Sports, I'm Darren Taylor in Johannesburg.
1: Thanks, Darren. Around the clock, the Voice of America keeps you in touch with the latest news.
4: Tune in at the top of every hour, every day of the week for the five-minute VOA newscast. We bring you reports from our correspondents and interviews with newsmakers from around the globe. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the world.
1: VOA, your trusted source for news and information. the Voice of America's longest-running English language program. The VOA recently marked its 81st anniversary, and Heather and Music Time in Africa, they've been a big part of that history. Music Time in Africa was founded in 1965 by the late, great Leo the Music Man Sarkeesian. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. The AP's Chuck Freeman joins us now with some sports stories making headlines here in the USA. Chuck has both college and professional basketball, but he kicks off with some more Super Bowl
0: news. Opening night in Arizona to kick off Super Bowl week, COVID-19 forced the last two Super Bowls to have limited access with video conferences for the media. Philadelphia and Kansas City will play on Sunday. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes gives us an update on his ankle sprain. I mean, it's definitely better, um, for sure, just a rest, having a few days off, but we still practice and stuff like that. You'll never know exactly until you get to the game, obviously. Two top ten teams meet on the college basketball court in the Big 12. Number nine, Kansas, took out number five, Texas, 88-80. The Jayhawks won despite blowing a 14-point lead. Coach Bill Self. Last minute of the first half and the first three minutes of the second half were bad, and after that, it became a game again, and we were pretty good. In the NBA, Golden State routed Oklahoma City 141-114, to Clay Thompson had 41. Milwaukee defeated Portland 127-108. Boston pulled away in the second half for a 111-99 win over Detroit. Jason Tatum had 34. He says the defense took over when Boston pushed the lead out to 23 in the third quarter. Limit them to one shot, keep them off the free throw line. That was our our game plan going into it. L.A. Clippers defeated Brooklyn 124-116, Chicago over San Antonio 128-104. The Spurs have lost nine in a row. Keegan Murray had 30 in Sacramento's 140-120 win over Houston. The Mavs beat Utah 124-111 without Luka Don. And Cleveland best at Washington, one fourteen ninety one. The trade of Kyrie Irving from Brooklyn to Dallas was made official. Chuck Freeman. Thanks, Chuck. There could
1: be more trades in the NBA in the next couple of days. The league's trade deadline is February 9th. And one player being mentioned as a possible trade prospect is the Cameroonian star Pascal Siakam, currently with the Toronto Raptors. The Brooklyn Nets are said to be interested in acquiring Siakam. So we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Taking a look at the league's official stat sheet, another Cameroonian player, Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. He is the joint leader in scoring right now. Embiid is averaging 33.4 points each game. Also with that same average is Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks and third in the league in scoring at 32.2 points per game is Giannis Antetokounmpo, the two-time league most valuable player from the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis born in Athens. To Nigerian parents, and I know he has that Niger blood in him, as he really has made such an impact in the NBA. And that wraps up the February 7th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.